Podcast. I am your host, CJ. And as always, I'm joined by two legendary fantasy football minds, Bud and Justin. What's up, fellas? Not a whole lot. Just ready to uh, talk up some Battle of Willamette. Let's do it. Bud holes are back. Yeah. Bud holes all the way. Yeah. Hey, we got a we got a great show today, guys. I'm telling you, we got a lot to talk about. So, one of the great things that happened to us, we made the Forbes cover. Oh. It was amazing. We're gonna get into that in a little bit. We're gonna talk about power rankings, and for the first time, we're gonna announce the current power rankings on the podcast. It's amazing, guys. It's gonna be totally amazing. Oh. We're gonna do a little Bud's bag later. I'm excited about that as always. We're going to do some Justin's Jabber Jabber, and by popular demand, the Wheel of Jabber has returned. Oh. And at the end, oh yeah, oh yeah, and at the end, we have our first special guest. It's going to be an amazing surprise. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. I, I, I hope you guys are surprised by it. I don't even think you guys know. That's going to be so much fun, so let's look forward to that. So hey, before we get into that, Bud, what have you been up to, man? I, you know, how, how are things going? Uh, things are going good. Just, you know, spending time in the basement, really uh, cranking out those power rankings, trying to uh, uh, work the phone lines, the uh, hip hop um, there There's been a Jimmy sighting or two uh, trying to drive that guy away. Uh, still wait, 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 wait. I thought Jimmy died. I tried. I did everything I could. Uh, <laughs> I need to I need to touch base with Strangla on um, how to really put a body in the ground. Right. But right, um, right. good thing. Hip is. Looking for trades. The uh, the phone lines are open. Uh, I just haven't uh, haven't been getting much interest, but uh, things have been good. I have a feeling after this podcast, people are going to be calling you a little bit more. I love it. So love what's it. going on with you, Justin? Uh, not much. Took a weekend away. I sent you guys some photos. Wanted to keep everybody up to speed on what the cowboy was doing over the weekend. Turns out that uh, Loud Dog was was on the same beach as me. Um, just a couple miles up, but uh, Manzanita, 95, maybe 100, uh, no AC out there, just a really warm motel bed, sweat, and sand. It was awesome. Yeah, I, that sounds like an amazing experience. I, I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm glad that the beach that I live on is always at 75 and sunny, so I think I'm good there. Nice. Is there, a, a, is there rumblings of collusion uh, from from uh, other owners uh, that may or may not have been invited to this Manzanita quote-unquote getaway. Uh, I did hear about that. Yeah, explain yourself, Justin. No, simple. Um, you guys obviously haven't been keeping up on the, the Slack machine because I threw out um, when, we tried not to, a machine. Well, when we tried to reschedule, when we tried to reschedule the Portland crew getting together and uh, IP threw out next weekend, I said, I'm going to be in Manzanita, guys. Anyone wants to join? Loud Dog said, you know what? I'm going to be out listen, there, too. It's an open invite. Um, listen, listen. You know what's pathetic? Let me tell you what's pathetic. There has been no league-sanctioned event unless I'm there. What's that all about? Come on, guys. Hey, you've got frequent flyer miles just like everybody else. You can come to Portland <laughs> and tear it down. Not till August. <laughs> it's a quick drive. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, hey. Let's move on. Let's talk about Forbes. I was just as surprised as you guys, but getting on Forbes top five, I mean, top five on the cover. I mean, Duck Cowboy, what do you think? Top, the number one valued franchise in the league. I mean, that's amazing. What, what do you have to say about that? And when did you find out and how that all work out? Well, I'm tearing up a little bit, this uh, acceptance speech and 
I've been playing fantasy football for many, many years, as you guys both know. And uh, this was truly one of the uh, one of the, the, the rare honors uh, to be able to look at um, what I've been able to build. You know, I've come up oh, short boy. a couple of times, uh, you know, to, to both of you guys, um, or I'd have, you know, a couple of rings. But it goes to show that it's really about marketability, um, and Duck Cowboy has that. I, uh, I was going to say, is it hold a candle to the three Battle of the Willamette Bridge Bowl losses? Where does it rank? Uh, I mean, is, yeah. it, is it the same? Is it better? Or is it <laughs> you're just question. building on the future? No, I mean, it's just part of it. It's been a long journey. Those are all building steps in which we have put the Duck Cowboy brand out there at a very high level. Um, when, we've, when we've lost, we've held our, 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 our chin with integrity. We've gone into the to the to the off season, uh, getting better. Um, it just it's it just shows, you know, the, how I've been able to build relationships with the other owners that I believe voted on this. Is it other owners that voted on this, or was it the general public? Or yeah, well, actually, it was Forbes doing their own their own valuation. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's that's a it's a it's a real great doc. The other rumor I'm uh, hearing in the uh, in the chat the chat rooms around Slack is that you used 2.3 of that uh, 2.2 billion on the cover of Forbes. <laughs> I see you, I can see you've got the hat on now, but what's uh, that? I mean, I thought if, if you're going to pay for plugs, you need to push it all the way around the side, maybe come further down in the front, but it's for, for someone like me that is follically impaired in the next two years, it's, <laughs> I, I want to know what I've got to look forward to. I, I... I don't know how many of you guys, uh, if we're friends on LinkedIn or not, but I put that up as my picture. The very day. Right? No, 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 no. That picture is way more ridiculous than this one. This one, we you like this, you got that weird, like it's not even your smile. You burn that's it up, it's like, who's That's what I'm guy? saying. This Forbes cover, I'm putting it on. <laughs> oh, I, I put it goodness. on LinkedIn the very next day. <laughs> I've had quite a few job offers recently <laughs> but i'm not gonna leave this league you guys are my league um i'm excited about it it's a true honor thank you thank you forbes yeah forbes did an amazing job and let me go real quick through here and i know bud you probably i know you hate this part of the show when i explain how things are measured but i'm gonna go ahead and jump into this real quick here so it's we this is based on and this is coming from forbes so if you guys are mad talk to the forbes people i don't know like Jimmy! it's not me Jimmy! yeah Jimmy probably works for Forbes, but from what I understood, talking with Forbes, it goes by regular season win, wins, postseason wins, division championships, See? bridge bowl championships, bridge bowl loss. So you've got building some of those. Blocks. They're all yeah. building blocks. It's ten. Bitter, bitter bowl loss. Do you have a Duck Heisman? Years you've owned your franchise versus mm -hmm. the age of your franchise. On the WTW Memorial Trophy, then you've lost $200 million. $200 million in or lose that toilet champ you get money for or you get value for that because that's important most improved most transactions best record and most points so that's how it works i mean it's, it's all math guys it's math and science and science it's definitely some science there so, so bud since we've got you on there 1.48 billion dollar um 1.4 billion dollar valuation once again i you didn't put the ranking in there that i if you've made a bowel movement this week extra 200 million so I, my valuation is higher than I felt like it should be, 
because um, yeah. I'm I'm fairly regular, just so you know. Yeah, well, we're a, we're a little bit more professional of a podcast than talking about poopies. Okay, socks and sandals, socks and sandals. <laughs> oh, not that again. Okay, you guys, this is going to be so much fun. I just want to get over the Forbes thing. I think it was great. Congratulations to Duck Cowboy and Products for doing getting above two hundred or two billion. Well done. Were there any shock? Were there any shockers out there on the Forbes list? Well, I, th- I, I thought that he got me his valuation of $4 was <laughs> lower than I had expected. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that he was surprised by it. I, I think that, you know, some weren't, um, you know, but yeah, that's, that was surprising. I, I'm also surprised by, so, oh, by the way, this does include past owners, right? So if you think about like products, if you guys right. remember, yep. Yep. Marinated and beer won the championship the first year, mm-hmm. right? So you add in the entire franchise history. That's why his valuation oh, is so high. Okay, got it, got yeah. it. The only other thing I would add, because I think that it makes sense, um, is is marketability. I think you could take your franchise up a bit with different segments. Obviously, there's been the Ducktales, some of these things, but you can get creative a little bit to market. <laughs> I know Bungle has a clothing line. Um, which was which was nice. Yeah, but that's um, cutting door. into his profits, though. You know, well, you got to spend some money to make some money. I appreciate <laughs> that stuff. I like people getting active in that side of things. So maybe just think about that. I'm going to reach out to Forbes, talk to. Him. I know you didn't have anything to do with it, Kamish. I'm not sure if Forbes took into account my rap song. Mm. They no, they they did. No, they did. Yeah, that was a big deal for them. Yeah, but uh, getting back to that, he got me. I uh, when I initially saw this, I thought it was a typo, and I was like. It's worth four billion dollars on the cover of Forbes. <laughs> That's not a typo. It's not a typo. Four, I thought there were some more zeros or a decimal. He's a financial. Yeah, he's wrong. a financial planner also. So you know that there's either, you know, there's either a really large number in the wrong uh, Excel cell someplace, or he's doing something shady. Yeah, it's yeah. probably something shady. Okay. Um, let's move on to the, the power rankings. I'm so excited about this. This is so fun. Yeah. Okay. So here's how it's going to work guys. We're going to count down from 12 to one. All right. So I'll take, I'll tell you the rank, the team, and then let's, let's tell me why you think it, are are you surprised by it? Are you not, you know, do you care? You know, are you, are you mad? Um, do you want to, you know, challenge it or, or, you know, whatever, like we, we will talk about each one. Okay. Twelve. He got. Oh, <laughs> surprise there. I want to challenge that. Okay. All right. I've got nothing. Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say, how do you challenge that? Listen, he's got some good draft picks, but and and you know, even looking at his his keepers, he's got a lot of bubble players on his list. Like he's got Jarvis Landry, he's got Sammy Watkins, he's got Ben Roethlisberger, he's got Jamison Crowder, Isaiah Crowell. Like these are players that could be great just sort of those guys that might be good on one week could be terrible on another week um i was gonna say i you know they he doesn't have three backups uh on his bench that are gonna play for the seahawks in a strong way this season and i just you know that's why he's at number 12 justin he doesn't have three backups but he does have three first rounders but i guess when you look at who he has the ability to bring in there i don't know if the guys are going to move the needle we've talked about it before if i was him I'd package those, get yourself a blue chip, 
um, you know, offload those to guys that maybe are just going to kind of find some secondary pieces because I think there's going to be secondary pieces at that point. You're talking about what the, the, the top 60 are going to be keepers. So um, he's looking at 60 through 70. Um, and there's some rookies that you take a jab at, but I don't know. He can take three jabs, I guess. I mean, I, I get what he's doing. He's, he's, he's really he's really wanting to use those picks to – to make something great and but I but what I fear he's going to end up with and this is the last thing I'll say is that he's going to end up with with those three three first round picks three guys that he's already got right like how do you decide then who, who you're starting who you're not you're starting to get into that you know do I start this guy this week or this guy that week right in week one like who you know who do you start I've, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does I've heard on the streets or or really on Manzanita Beach when I was out there um that that he's he's tried I, mean, I don't know i mean has he reached out to some people and some deals have been close and they just haven't come through i mean he got me says he has tried well i i mean yeah i don't know i mean i i uh i don't know that's that stuff i've made some offers to him even early on um but now i think all the the big trades have happened i don't, I don't know if there's a right. lot of room out there for uh for another big trade yeah yeah a lot of timing okay Number 11, 11, Boston Stranglers. Oh, yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I can't believe this guy's not number 12 because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even entirely sure who his starting running back is. Is it Bilal Powell or is it Matt Forte? Who knows? I'm not happy about it. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? You know, I think his starting running back is so bad, he just needs to start Eli Manning at running back. <laughs> he could. He could do that. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. No. I uh, I'm I I am not confused with someone that knows a lot about football, but I don't recognize a single name on this whole list. <laughs> Justin. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a tough running back core. Um, hey, there's still time, you know. Maybe maybe uh, he's a guy that uh, starts looking at some trades a little bit more seriously. Well, I mean, he got Cam Newton, which I think it, it could be a great thing. I think Stefan Diggs, Golden Tate. You know, even Brandon Marshall are those bubble guys again. Maybe they could be great. They might be good one week, but not good the next. Like it's just another situation where you're you're not really excited about having to start those guys, but that's who all you got, you know. So is it Matt we'll is it Matt Forte or Matt Forty? <laughs> I I believe it's it's forty. It's pronounced Forte. Well Bud would know for sure. All yeah. right. Ten. Ten pursuit of hoppiness. Uh, let me just – I'm going to go this one first, okay, because I, I do think that he's got a decent team. I think C.J. Anderson's going to have a good year um, if he can stay healthy. And look at his three other receivers that he's got, and I'm just talking about possible potential keepers. He's got Baldwin, Crabtree, and Pryor. Um, those are good players, right? He's got the combination with Kirk Cousin and Terrell Pryor. I, I, I like it. I think his team is better. I think what holds him back is his draft is terrible, right? He didn't have a first-round pick. You know, he had to make some – some moves and got rid of some okay. of the draft, but it's decent. So, so fair enough. And, and so if we're going to rip, I guess he got me on the one side, you know, for holding on to picks and, and kind of focusing on that draft, not getting those blue chips. Um, I think that Strangler at least made a few moves. They might not be blue chips, they're bubble guys, but it was like what he could get for some of those picks. So I guess he's kind of doing it the other way. we got to give him a bit of credit for that. Right. You mean pursuit of happiness, right? I meant pursuit of happiness. Exactly. I, and I think you have to do that. I think you, you, if you're gonna, you can't do both, right? You can't, you can't try to 
save your draft picks and and get good players at the same time. Like it's one or the other when you're in that. Because this is definitely a capitalist league. The rich get richer. That's all I'm saying. Nice, yeah. So make sure, hopefully we we will edit this part out for just end zone. No, <laughs> Yeah, and I feel uh, I, I spoke with him through Slack the other day, and I and uh, um, he did let me know that Nick or uh, yeah Nick Novak is going to be a keeper for him um, to open up some more space on his roster. So a little nugget okay. for trades out there. Okay, the here's what Nick Novak here's off what, the board. Let me give you guys one lesson, okay? And if anyone in here, including special guests, ever gets a chance, I'm just going to say, never end the season with two kickers. If you end the season with kickers, you've done something wrong. Very, very wrong. All right, moving on. Number nine. All right, okay, so Hawk Attack, I'm just going to throw it out there now. Uh, he's my he's my California guy. His entire draft this year to make a really decent First, I, I think he's got a great team going into the draft. He's going to have to really draft well, and he's going to have to use those $136 for fab budget as best he can if he was to be competitive. But what do you think, Justin? I think he's probably had, you know, one of the best off seasons of anyone. And, and you're right. So he went and got basically those five guys to hang his hat on. They're, they're not top-tier blue chips. Some of them are. They have some upside. I think he did it the right way. Now, what happens is you watch that, you know, that, that, that fab budget a little bit, you look for injuries and you go get someone. I mean, think about how many people turn their, their teams around over the last two years. I know that uh, product certainly has, I know that CJ, um, Badonka Bronk camp did it last year with just picking up key guys uh, off the waiver when injuries happen. I mean, that's where Jordan Howard came from, right? That's where, that's where three of the six running backs that the Donker Bronx had last year all kind of came from. So um, he's got his core and I think that it at least puts him in position to, to be dangerous this year. And uh, you make a good point though, that um, he gets one bad injury, right. To one of his keepers, he's in trouble. You know, he's in real trouble. He doesn't have the flexibility of drafting some decent depth. Um, you know what I mean? Like if he gets some early season injury to his team, to one of his keepers, he's in trouble. So I don't know. What do you think, bud? You know, from all the moves that he's been making, it just, it, you know, it, it really ties out. I'm playing the long game. I'm not trying to win this year, putting all my eggs in the basket for next year. Um, you know, Russell Wilson hooking up with Greg Olson. Uh, you know, I think too many, uh, I think too many, from a Seattle on one team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Greg Olson isn't on the Seahawks. He isn't yet. Oh, that's a that's think a about prediction. That. Think, think about that. Yep. Number, Number eight. eight. Whoa. Oh, he's not going to be happy about this, guys. Oh my gosh. Talk about somebody that lives and dies off the power rankings. <laughs> this is this one's rough. He dropped the spot. He's not going to be happy. I'm sure. He's going to listen to the podcast and die a little bit more on the inside. But I think, again, I think he's done a decent job of putting together a squad of, of he's got a bunch of emerging players, but his problem is he doesn't have a running back. That's his problem. Doesn't have a running back. Yeah. Or he does. I mean, that's kind of the, these bubble guys, right? So I look at his team, like if he ends up dropping Tyreek Hill 
and he blows up, he's going to kick himself. If he ends up dropping Dixon, you know, to, to, to hold on to Ingram, he's going to kick himself. If Ingram takes a back seat to Peterson, and that is the guy that he ended up keeping in trouble there, and uh, and Henry might might explode, you know, and become Ke- the guy. Or Kevin so, Coleman. Or so Kevin Coleman. He's got him. He just – it's a coin flip on that roster because they're all about, you know, same level of breakout guys, and Ingram had the best last year, but he may be the guy that gets uh, taken out to a you know a healthy Peterson this year. So when you look at his squad, you look at his squad, and you think about all the players that were impacted by the NFL free agency or just their situation. I mean, Sterling Shepard, he was an up and comer. Now they bring in Brandon Marshall on the Giants, and all of a sudden he's the third guy there, right? Like he was looking great. You've got Tevin Coleman. He's got a bat. He's a bat. He's the second. He's the number two RB there. You got Mark Ingram brought him in. Alshon Jeffrey goes to the Eagles. Maybe he'll be great. I don't know. You know what I mean? Derrick Henry still got DeMarco Murray in front of him, but he's going to be great once he gets a chance. It's just when's that going to happen? Is it this year or next year? I'll tell you this, though. He, what I love about Easy is he didn't keep two keepers or two kickers on his roster. <laughs> he started dumping that roster early. Yeah. <laughs> picking up, just picking up young running backs and hats off to him. But now he's got some decisions to make. I'm telling you, if he if he keeps Ingram and Fitzgerald and uh, and Hill and and Henry are the guys that go off. It's just some decisions to make. So good luck to you, Easy. You know I love you. Yeah. You know, the last thing I'll say about Easy Choice this year: Am I gonna am I gonna rebuild, and or am I gonna go for it? When he made that trade for Drew Brees, he committed to winning this year. And I think he's going to go for it with Ingram and Fitzgerald. We'll see. I mean, he may have to because Drew Brees has got two, maybe three years left in him. I don't know. I got well, to feel about it. You know, two things I'm going to say about this is that, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you want to correlate between visiting the commish and dropping one spot in the power rankings. I don't know if collusion is involved here, if there was enough beers bought, if there wasn't enough fireside escapades that happened there in California (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, on the beach or not, you know, that's, you know, that's one thing, but I will say (laughs) if you want to hit your wagon to a a, a young up and coming receiver, like Larry Fitzgerald, you got something you're going in the long haul. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, Larry's 36. I don't know. He's pretty old, but wait, I was, did he not, I thought he had Larry Fitzdavid. No, <laughs> no, that? no, no. That's it's. Uh, <laughs> give him another. Give him another year or two. It's going to be Larry Fitzforte. <laughs> <laughs> or forty. Forty. Fitz, Fitz, Fitz Marshall. Yes. Fiorte. Fiorte. Tyreek over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like 10 years from now. He's got some decisions to make. Sorry, Easy. You know, you know you're the best, buddy. All right. Number, Number seven. seven. Hip hopopotamus. Oh boy, this is a train wreck. I don't know. This game's <laughs> terrible. I mean, which Seahawk running back do you go with? It's so hard to decide. You know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna defer to you guys to give me feedback on how great this roster is. Zach Ertz. <laughs> uh keeper keeper oh you're gonna uh, keep two tight ends this year smart and trade somebody and get a third tight end i can keep 
<laughs> along with a kicker and see if I can keep the Seahawks defense because that's how you brought a championship to uh, hip hop nation. Just so you know. So here's can I, I'm gonna we're gonna pretend like you're not on the podcast for a second, okay? All right. Which is, which is easier to do than think, which, but which is a hope every week. So right, but you keep showing up. Um, if I am if I am hip hopopotamus, Justin. Do you do whatever you can to trade Emmanuel Sanders and Dante Moncrief, or you just leave them in there? Uh, I guess when I look at it, you could try, you know, but it, it, some of the guys that are probably right targets for those guys have spent some of their draft picks already. I don't know what else you're going to get as far as player-wise, maybe packaging for something. I'm kind of looking at this. He's going to be back healthy. Bell's going to be there. You know, Andrew Luck. You got T.Y., Eddie Lacy's, you know, it's it's a wild card. Uh, yeah. Well, it's... I'll be I'll be honest with you though. I I I think his keepers are, if not the best keepers, he's got a top three or potentially top one in the in three positions, right? With Gronk, Le'Veon, and Luck, right? Like like it's scary to go up against Bud each week, and I'm not just saying that, but like I hate playing Bud. Yep. But that's the way that it goes. And T.Y. is no joke either. And Lacey could end up being pretty freaking amazing. Bud could end up being the smartest guy in the league, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, do not hold your breath. That is for sure. <laughs> but you're right. We talked about this last time. I mean, you're looking at, at Rawls. You're looking at ProSize. I mean, which one of those guys breaks out? You know, could they either one of those guys be better than the – I don't know. If I If I had this roster – I'd probably take one of the big blue chips and cash them out and maybe um, maybe have a couple of other uh, options that would just kind of maybe give me a little more comfortability. I, I'm not saying I did. I'm not saying I didn't. But I offered a pretty massive package to uh, Hip Hopopotamus for Andrew Luck and uh, got turned down pretty fast. And I'm, uh, I'm not going to say that I slept on that message. <laughs> For two and a half days before I graciously declined, not even seeing that it came through. And I, I felt terrible about it. <laughs> yeah. The next, the next day when I heard that Andrew Luck might not play the first two games because he's still recovering from soul, shoulder surgery, um, I'm, I'm not I, – I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it a little hard, but – Ooh, maybe we need to talk again, huh? Hopefully everyone picked up on that out there. Looks like he might be on the trade market. You also have a Gronkowski who was injured all last year. You have a Luck that was that went down, and a Le'Veon Bell that's pretty injury prone. Not to mention Thomas Rawls in there, CJ Procise. It's like an all injury team on here. Last, least, yeah. last thing, yeah. I'll, last thing I'll say about this is Le'Veon Bell got a house in Oregon. I'm saying it's legal this summer, mm-hmm. so no one's no one's getting popped in a car for having the weed. So and then. Gronk just paid $102,000 on a bar tab somewhere oh somewhere in New England to have his to have party or whatever. See, he's he's good to go. He's yep. good to go. A couple good. good receivers. You should shop them, bud. See what's out there. Yeah. Don't don't hold up, bud. All right. Number, number six. six. Products. Oh. oh boy. Products. Yeah, I try to do whatever I can to not help products. Um, that's why I don't like to do trades with him. Uh, but I'm not sure what he's going to do yet. I think he's still got a couple of moves left, um, this summer. I mean, he's got, 
He's got six real potential keepers. If you want to throw in Doug Martin out there, he's got Julian Edelman. Those are guys that might be a value. I think Doug Martin's on the lower end. But Julian Edelman, he's got Travis Kelsey, David Johnson, Derek Carr, Melvin Gordon, and Pierre Garçon. And he traded for Garçon, so he's he sees something in Garçon that maybe the rest of us don't. But it's time to duck. Cowboy, I never, I never count products out. So if he does something, it makes me question if I made the wrong decision in trading with him. No, no question, no question. And he's been, uh, I've been asking, I've been knocking at the, uh, the products camp over there here recently, just to kind of see because uh, looking at his roster, there's some, there's some, some weight on there that could be moved. And you're right, I don't think he's done yet either. Um, Doug Martin's probably only a keeper for you, CJ. So if you're not taking him, then <laughs> I hope he gets back out there. Oh boy, he'll probably get dropped. Yeah, he'll be up there for the first round for you. Um, but the Kelsey thing made it interesting. So he's gonna. I mean, that's he would have traded for him. He's not a keeper. So you look across there. Maybe Edelman's expendable. Um, a lot of receivers there in New England. So yeah, I'd knock think- on that door. I think people should be knocking on his door for Edelman right now. I, I can't believe no one has been. You know what I mean? Like, like especially those teams at the bottom that have a little bit of all that they they need to get rid of, and and they're not pounding on his door to get those, you know, yep. to get that player. But you yep. know, who am I? Who am I? You know, well, I, no. I, I'm somewhere towards the top, so I don't know. <laughs> two, uh, two, uh, two problems I see on his roster. Uh... That could uh, trip him up. Uh, just one tight end and one kicker. Yeah. Um, two all yeah, that for trades. So you wanna you wanna stack that deck in the tight end uh, column there. Yeah, we know how you are about tight ends. Yeah, we know about you and tight ends, but no problem. It's my deal. It's my deal. <laughs> all right, number, number five, five, Bungle Nation. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next one now. All right, so uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Bungle Nation, I don't know what to say about his team. I think um, youth on his team, right? Like he's probably the youngest team of of keepers that are legitimate keepers. Tyler Eifert, but I think Amari Cooper, I think, and DeAndre Hopkins are going to have better years. And Devontae Freeman is, he's, he's good. You know, like I, it, it's, it's, I don't think I'd want him on my team, but like he's, he's a, he's a decent player, you know, on a high scoring team, we'll see what happens. What do you guys think? Well, it's definitely one thing that jumps out to me on this is you look at kind of his projected keepers there, and the guy that he made a big, big trade for, um, which I would assume he's not going to drop back into the draft, is old Adrian Peterson. So um, it means he's he's either not done making moves or paid for is you know well, he I... kind of hung his hat on uh, is not even a keeper for him. I think that the Adrian Peterson hype train is going to kick in at about the end of uh, July once mini camps or, you know, preseason camps are going and all that stuff. I think the hype train will get going and, and maybe somebody will pick him up. I don't know. Like I, I, I was a sucker for him. I got suckered in a draft or to trading for Adrian Peterson last year. Let's see who the sucker is this year. So I want Justin's perspective. I want Doug Cowboy on this one. Dak Prescott is, is he going to hit a, a, a sophomore slump on this? Is, uh, is Dez going to get in his head? Is he, you know, is, is he going to be able to sit back there behind that giant offensive line and still throw those passes and get that kind of yardage that, uh, you know, that he had last year that's, that's going to make him a franchise quarterback? 
Well, it's a million dollar question and look, no one expected to see what we saw last year. So I think that it's twofold. You're right. It's the offensive line, but there's just something kind of quiet and confident about this guy, you know, and people say, well, we haven't seen anything really, really like this. Russell Wilson came in, did something similar and you thought there was going to be kind of a fall off. He went back again and that was without an offensive line, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Every once in a while you see a guy that's just special. I can't. Well, I think I, you made a good point, uh, Cowboy, because like if you think about when uh, what what did what did Russell Wilson have that Dak Prescott has? He's got a, a an elite running back that has to be um, respected and and um, taken and accounted for. Plus, he's got one of the best receivers out there, you know, with Des Bryant. So you can't stack the box in the same way that you'd probably want to. I think Dak's set up for the right thing, but I I don't think I. I'd want to set my franchise quarterback to be a second-year guy. I just don't think I'd do it. You know, like I'd, I'd want a little more. That's just me. Yeah, he could have gotten a lot for him too if he'd have moved him. So um, he's rolling with him. You know, maybe it's maybe it's that you know that whole keeper league versus legacy league thought process again. Yeah, well, he'll prove us all wrong. All right, moving on. No, that was that's uh, I concur with everything on that one. I um, that that perspective about Dak, and then um, yeah, I didn't have much else after that. Okay, well, sorry, bud. I feel like a jerk now. You know, you, sh- you should, you should. So, yeah. but let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, number, number four, Duck Cowboy. Oh yeah. Okay, so I don't know what to say about Duck Cowboy. He's he's a good player. He's improved his draft. Right, so he's he's made some good moves to improve his draft um, stock and all that kind of stuff. The only sort of well, he's got two things on his his potential keepers that I I'm a little nervous about. I I like to get your take on it first, bud, before we hear from from Duck Cowboy himself. But I, I don't like Jordan Reed. He hasn't. He's proven that he can't, you know, be available. And I think Brandon Cooks in that offense, there's some – I think he's uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to get you a lot of yards over the whole season, but it's going to be big bursts throughout the year. But what do you think, bud? No, I I, uh, I, I think the opposite. I think uh, I think Brandon Cooks is going to uh, flourish under Tim Brady. Um, they're going to be able to throw the ball to him whenever bro- – whenever oh, No, 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 bud, bud. It's, well, first of all, it's Tom Brady, but he's – He's on. He's on the Redskins. Kirk Cousins is quarterback. Well, I'm gonna have to rethink my thoughts then. <laughs> see my notes. Well, all right. Uh, a couple things I like: two tight ends. Loving that. <laughs> only only one kicker. Uh, but yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I heard he's gonna jump into the uh, to the um, the charity cup again this year when he gets six touchdowns in one game. I, I mean. He's unstoppable. Hurdling people, this well, hey. year, hurdling people this year is worth four points. You're, you know, you're going to pick up a couple points every, you know, just for hurdling people. I do, just like you have, Bud, uh, Justin, Duck Cowboy has three players in three different positions that could be the best player. So I think that's another thing to, to, to fill Duck Cowboy. Yeah. Let's from the man. Let's hear from Duck Cowboy himself. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was actually just um... – I was just looking again at this roster um, to see if I missed anything, but it looks just the exact same. It's stacked. <laughs> so, um, no, the only thing I'm still looking to do, you know, that same buzz, that same AP buzz is going to start uh, happening with your boy Jamal Charles. 
you know, start getting closer to uh, camp and then people come and knocking. So if you guys are interested, get in touch with Duck Cowboy JC. He's back. Okay. He's healthy. He's fresh off of a year off. Um, and then, okay. you know, Tyler Lockett. I know, it's not a, I know it's not appropriate to talk trades, but I've got two Seahawk running backs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might want to, you know, let's talk after the podcast. I'm interested. Yeah, this, this isn't a sales pitch, you guys. Let's just stick with the stick with the program. Be professionals. Jeez. All right, moving on. Number three, three. Irish puddles. Oh, he's going to be so mad. Oh, man. Okay, Irish puddles team, Lamar Miller. So you cut out there. Did you say big black guy on his team? <laughs> no. Or big black guy? Big eye? black guy. Again, no, uh, I don't. Uh, sadly enough, I don't see any holes in the uh, in the keepers. You know, Mari Mariota's uh, Mariota is uh, you know an up and comer. Odell signed a new uh, shoe deal this summer, so he's fat and happy. Des Bryant is angry as always. Uh, Lamar Miller, you know, is a great defensive player that you're going to want to keep for a season or two. Um, Jimmy Graham catching you know one or two passes a, a game from uh, russell wilson inevitably what's going to happen to old ip here is that um like i'm not that i'm not big on lamar miller i know a lot of people are i haven't seen it personally and then he's got spencer Ware there whichever direction he goes I like him. that's it's fair um and once in a while you gotta go against the grain but um what is it 12.9 points per game i'm not a big fan of that that offense as a whole um but uh you know, it, it, Spencer Ware may may uh, get his job taken too. My hope is that whichever way IP goes, uh, the other one uh, is the one that blows up. All right. Um, number number two. two, Great Odin's Raven. Oh, boy. I uh, can't stand to see Aaron Rodgers on his roster. <laughs> I hate it. I, I have bad dreams about it. So, ugh. Hey. This is a guy that's that's built a pretty nice roster there. He was hard last year. It always hinges on those boy, like big, massive breakout games and stuff. The, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but Michael Thomas was a was a was that a, a waiver pickup that he had last oh, year? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of talking about. Where you know guys that have at least got themselves into the hunt for keepers and then you sit and kind of hunt for you know a rookie a breakout rookie or something you strike gold like this because that changes his team it enabled him to then move some stuff and 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 he's gone up to to number two you know it, it, he's, he's done it the right way again marco murray on that on that roster just as much as it hurts for you to see aaron Rodgers, but uh not <laughs> much you can right. say. <laughs> yeah so, he's got a good roster he's got a decent draft position like Gore's tough. He's always been a tough play. Like he, I think he had he went six and seven last year, but had the fourth most points or something like that. Like it's a good team. He just had some bad breaks along the way, which happens fantasy football. But he made it in there. He won the bitter bowl. You know, it's uh, he beat Bud. So yeah, all good. Okay, I did see that. Uh, I did see that he and Olivia Munn are getting back together. So that gives everyone else hope that he will shut it down for the season. Do you remember when uh, he neglected to start Adam Thalen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like 39 points or something. <laughs> I think it was almost 50. It was against me. He was on the bench. He started him the next week. I think he put up two. Yeah, it was, it was, it was exactly that. It was 
awesome. Oh, man. That's I think sad. he had 200 yards and three touchdowns, like 207 yards and three touchdowns. Talk about getting George. Uh, <laughs> I think we, we need to uh, we need to have everybody after they listen to this uh, <laughs> chime in on Slack and uh, talk about their worst loss with who they had sitting on the bench. Yeah, I don't like talking about that. Um, all right, number, number one. one. I, oh, I think we can just end it here and move right to Bud's bag. Uh, can I hear no, the music? Let's no, let's hear you guys. <laughs> CJ, I think your break. Can you get a restart? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, guys. Let's hear it. Let's hear some amazing analysis on this amazing team. Well, <clears throat> what do you say about a team like this? I'm surprised it's at the top. I'll start there. <laughs> Collusion. He's got some issues at quarterback. I mean, I think this is a guy that's not done yet. Uh, Jameis is out there, obviously. He's got Matt Ryan, and he's made some moves. He's going to want to get some value for him. He's putting uh, he's putting all the hope in Ajayi, which for a couple of games last year, I probably would too, but, you know. Well, he is from Boise State, so, I mean. Agreed. This is one of the concerns. First issues right there. I'd keep Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Trade everyone else. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I see how this is going. I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't. I just looking at your roster. I think. Uh, I think since Jameis Winston does throw it with the left hand, Jordy Nelson's going to have a hard time catching it. I don't think so. Spins a different direction. It's science. JJ, what? What? JJ, what? <laughs> Dude, I got the best defender. I've got the best receiver. I got the top two re- running backs. I don't know. Oh, way to look at it. Finally, we can move on. Good yes. job, BDB. Let's listen to some Bud's bag. Bud's bag. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. So what's going on this week in Bud's bag? So what's this week, guys, uh, you know, I've been... Um, you know, I am I am not as active as I would like to be on the uh, Slack bot. He's always trying to get my lucky charms. So I, I, I can really appreciate the diligence of a few of the trash talkers out there um, in the battle of the Willamette, whether you're in, you know, whether you're in the general uh, or you're going one-on-one with somebody or talking trades. There are, there are four teams that I feel like in no particular order represent the best trash talking um and there's there's there are four four clear standouts that really get the point across in their own particular way you know there's not you know some people are funny some people just use the f word a lot (laughs) some people like you know they've got a little gif here and there um you know some people are just you know, super belligerent and like, hey, <laughs> F you, I'm in California. So there's, you know, when I'm, you know, when I'm having a tough day at work and I'm like, oh, I had a meeting and this and that. And, I, and you know, CJ sends out a rumor uh, update and, and for six hours, there's no update. And, you know, that, see the creativeness, you know, the long white beard. I, I, the, be asleep at the wheel, you know, just... I'm just I, saying, you know, that's a, those are rumors. But, Bud, those are just rumors. I, I hear something, somebody said something to me, and I it's a rumor. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that people want... I think when... I think you're just teasing it, and they and they want to know what it's going to be. So, um, 
I, I'm going to give you guys in, in no particular order my, my top four trash talkers for the Battle of the Willamette. I'm going to go with four, Doug Cowboy. Whoa, 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 whoa. At what, this number one, five? No, no, no. No, there's, there's just the, – it's four. It's in no particular order. Okay. I'm not – I'm not making okay. power ranking. I'm not trying to put socks and sandals <laughs> on anybody. Gore, Duck Cowboy, and Irish Puddles. Strong, strong feedback from all of them. They all have strengths. Gore is kind of the sly bugger. He just likes to get in, uh, you know, two bits here and two bits there. You know, Irish Puddle is good. You know, I see it blow up four times and it's F this and Irish that and I'm drunk <laughs> and let's go to here and... <laughs> no, and then um, you know it's like, oh, Hawk Attack, Rob, Seattle, you guys are dumb. <laughs> and then, um, and then I get in a like my, I mean, close to my heart, my you know my second favorite franchise, Duck Cowboy. He's just got little digs in there, you know, just a sentence or two that just gets under your skin. What do you guys think? I I don't I don't I don't I, don't, I listen. Hawk Attack, Irish Puddles, Duck Cowboy. Totally agree. I don't agree with Gore. Sorry, Gore. You, you're, you're, uh, yeah, if you can't see Who, anything. Who's number nice, four? But... Who's number four in there for you? For me, I, I put in the Boston Stranglers. What are you talking about? When that guy comes on there. He's got some pretty good burns in there. Come on, I know he's the new guy and everything, but he's pretty good. I'm all anybody, anybody that drops a, that drops a Tim Brady in there, I, you dropped right off my top five. I mean, you dropped out of the top four on that one. So, uh, but to to your point, I wanted I knew Gore was going to be a challenge from you guys, so I just I picked up a, I went through a few here, and uh, after one of his many hashtag got gored, here's a nice <laughs> little retort that he had back and forth with Hawk Attack. Let's see if you need me, I'm sharpening my horns, and if you need Hawk, he's washing his tights. Strong stuff right there, strong stuff. Out of context, hilarious. Another great one. He, uh, I think Hawk Attack is his favorite. Badonka Bronx. Oh, poor Gore is typing. Hawk Attack. He won't finish. Gore. It was his mom's idea to pull out. stuff that'll happen that'll happen well yeah. do you agree cowboy what are your uh I'll tell you that was, for no no that's a good that's a good recap i can appreciate that for sure i mean you guys know that that's the the humor i guess i what i appreciate about this bud and you kind of bringing it up is i think that it's one of these things within the league you got to be able to trash talk the um well from a point of anger I don't really see that as trash talk, right? Like I think being calculated and a little humorous is what we all kind of kind of like. It's what makes the league. Um, and so I would agree. I mean, I think that's a solid top four. I too need to go back and look at that one from because that is hilarious. Every once in a while, you know, when I put the phone down, I have to do the you know the the speed kind of reread. Lame. Um, yeah, yeah, 
yeah, but uh, you know, it happens from time to time, and and um, timing on these things is everything. You got to kind of be in the moment to read it. So, solid work. And it's nice, you know. Uh, you know, Irish puddles. I, we're not giving him an honorable mention because he comes strong every time. But I don't want everyone to think that it's just after you this and ask that. You know, he'll uh, he'll get a little angry rant about people. You know, not not reaching around and giving the the proper whatever. I'm not sure what that means, but. You know, they, then he'll throw, he'll throw in a, uh, you know, hey, my, I'm, I'm, where's Waldo in this photo? And I'm, I'm hiding by the fireplace. And that gets me every time, too. So, you know, he's, everyone's. Oh, oh, I guess. Sorry. I guess we're moving on. What's next? Just, 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 Justin. Justin's super chatter. <laughs> there it is. Kaboom! And remember I said by popular demand we had the will of Jabber. I got it right here in my office. So I'm gonna let's just jump into it. You ready, Justin? Or do you want to tease us up for anything? Or can I spin? No, I'm ready to jabber. Let's jab jab. And jib, jib. Okay, I'm gonna spin. You guys ready? Here goes. a good one bungle fumble bungle fumble okay he embarked on it i think at 98 i'm not sure he made it through i believe 85 84 um he took a little bit of heat but i mean what happened this is fumbled the ball on this countdown because because the 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 true if he'd have made the full countdown i think that's where the props were given you can't start and and if he picks up now later it's yeah when he goes from being a quitter to just a, a fake like it's just ridiculous at this point i thought he was committed what happened any ideas i don't know i think maybe we called him out on the last podcast and you know he got butthood too i don't know like is there, that. Is there not a, a bangle that's that's worn the number 83 is that what happened he's yeah he's waiting he's to get... between 83 and 60 i don't know yeah, I know he, maybe he, he's counting the down. I know he's waiting to get in 69. So he, that's the one he wants. <laughs> so he's waiting to pull that one. I mean, and I felt bad. I, you know, I, you know, made a little shot there in the last podcast and he <laughs> came back real strong with, here's 87 and 83, bud. <laughs> I was like, God, I didn't. Yeah, he I went. Don't, I don't yeah. know any bangles. Yeah, you know what he did do two and in in the skip a day and then went two because he found a photo with both of them. Maybe there's a photo that's gonna have like eighty three through seventy one. It's like a team photo. They just happen to be in that order. It's the uh, yeah. it's gonna be the it's the Super Bowl photo where they lost to the 49ers. It'll have everybody in there. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it again. You guys ready? Spin it. And hear it. Let it on. Pro border. Ooh. Pro border. Hmm, that's weird. Great topic to jibber jabber on. So every single boat uh, photo that we've seen recently comes from our guy Pro Ducks. Um, he's on a boat just about every weekend. Is this guy a pro wakeboarder as well as a Pro Ducks? Anybody have any insight? It's a humble brag. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on this one. When we were uh, when we were doing the show prep and this uh the potential idea of a uh wheel of jabber came up i was like god i hope we're not gonna get political on this 
you know, borders in Mexico, borders in Canada, Argentina. I, you know, I, I was getting, you know, I was getting nervous. I was like, oh, what's my stance? Where's everyone going to stand? But, you know, pro border on the boat, you know, a kickflip, do your splash mountain, do it all. Oh, the other pro border. I got the it. other pro border. Got it. I'm 100% behind it. Humble brag. Hey, Pro Ducks, if you have some video, put it out on Slack. We want to see what you're doing recently. Yeah, because I have a feeling he just drives around and sends pictures to us so he can shove it in all of our faces. Okay, I'm going to spin this thing again. Ready, guys? And spin. This one seems awful. Going for it on fourth. Going for it on fourth. What does that mean? The fourth of July is just around the corner, gentlemen. Uh, what I'm doing? What are you guys up to? CJ. Oh well, I'm going to the cabin in Idaho, so I'll be in Idaho. I'm leaving on Friday. Oh, actually, for all you listeners out there, the commissioner might be on over the weekend, but I'll be back, and uh, then we're gonna a few days. So we got a lot planned. It's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good week. Stand out of Oregon. Nice. Are you? Uh, you have to fly into uh, Salt Lake, then to Spokane. Then to Boise, is they, they have a do they have an airport there? <laughs> yeah, they got an airport now. It's really nice. Um, no, yeah, but I I don't know, CJ. The French are assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Uh, I was. They uh, are. What are you up to, bud? The uh, Hip Hopopotamus franchise may or may not have been in Idaho last week, and uh, may or may not have purchased some large fireworks at a discounted price uh and maybe the envy of the neighborhood this year aka burning it down quote unquote hashtag man you're gonna get wrecked yes we are hopefully hopefully <laughs> if a tree if a tree does burn down it's in a neighbor's house and not mine wow i, I, I hope that works what about you justin come on give us i the, don't give I, the goods. I don't want to I don't want to see you coming back like Jason Pierre Paul there, my friend. Hey, I got I got three to spare. I got three to spare. <laughs> wow, that's pretty uh, good. Yes, the Duck Cowboy Camp is shutting down um, the cul-de-sac again. Uh, got it approved from the uh, from the city, so we'll put the barrier out, and uh, the parade starts Whoa. at 10 a.m. with the kiddos. Uh, it started as a as a Fourth of July run. Uh, about three or four years ago, it's now just a parade for the kids while the, <laughs> while the parents drink and walk. And uh, it'll be followed by a, a, the second annual rib competition uh, with judges. And uh, sure, looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the official logo, so we're fired up for that. Um, everyone in the league is invited, okay? So if you guys want to come, this is the open invitation. I'm not going to hit you guys up on Slack or individually, but uh, if you want to make it, do it duck cowboy camp hopefully uh ip will make it it's a long walk for him uh after he drinks that much i know um, <laughs> but uh we will have a barbecue then at six and some fireworks to boot we're going to celebrate this great nation's birthday oh dang it sorry guys this is embarrassing i gotta Whoa, i gotta take on. this call do you guys mind sorry no. sorry hello hello cj this is neil it's time for neil's deals It's Neil. We got Neil for Neil's deals. I thought this was a I thought this was a three segment show. I guess we're going four segments. All right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you didn't get the memo, bud. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
Yeah, so we're bringing on Neil, and we talked about this in the last podcast. We talked about bringing on Neil, our, our, our good friend Neil. He's a friend of the league, and now he's a friend of the podcast. You know, kind of uh, interpretation of different trades that went on. And hey, let us have it, Neil. Do not hold back. My perspective is I don't know what you guys have. I don't know your rosters currently or, you know, what it looks like and, and what your goals are and those type of things because I really interacted with everybody in the league yet but i will you will know my name someday because i'm next man up um but i'm looking at these trades and something stands out to me because i was looking for winners and losers there's a you know winners there's a couple of them that made some good moves but specifically there's a big loser (laughs) like i don't know i don't know if you're just having fun you know, you just have picks to give and, and just be like, hey, why not? I'm going to be a homer this week and get, you know, three three running backs from the Seattle Seahawks. Who knows from the start? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Homer. But, uh, yeah, big loser. Um, well, I didn't well, know that was you, bud. I had written this down before I knew you were on the thing. This is, this is awkward. This is real. Do you have a really good team and you're just joking? Can you? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go because you can't see the full roster. No, I can't see the full roster. I'm just thinking you're you're having a, a go at people. Three words: Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, okay. we can give you that one. If that, you that makes want, a lot of if, sense. Yeah. If you want to retract <laughs> statements now, no one's gonna look like a jackass. So, no, just, if if that's feel free, next man up. I don't know what's happening here. You didn't say hashtag. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here, but I just know that hip hop monomous is just whoa, not. A, whoa, whoa. Did not make some good moves. Is that how you say it? It's 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 hopacropinous. Hopacropinous. Well, hip hip hop anonymous. There you go. That's. I think he was just joking though, because don't you have to narrow it down at, at some point to five keepers? Not, not till I get back from Europe. So okay, so these three players. Okay, never mind. A big winner to me. I think it's Gore. I, I think it's Gore. I think picking up a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know, and giving up Winston. I mean, really, it's Aaron Rodgers for Evans, basically. But um, yeah, yeah, we don't like talking about that. It's kind of a rule on the podcast. We don't talk <laughs> about that trade. We don't talk about that trade. Why don't we talk about that trade? Like a possible collusion type trade. That was perfect how you just trailed off there. No, but Gore to get Aaron Rodgers, someone who's like last year was the top fantasy football player in one spot. That's going to be your most points. I mean, and he's ranked number two. He added Bennett. You know, he's that's more TDs right there. And I don't, Hmm. I can see why you would go with Winston and Evans, and I'm not knocking Bronkadonks. Badonkadonks. Honky tonky bronk. But whoever this person is, I don't know if Winston and Ryan, did they even score as many points as Rodgers did last year? Uh, almost. Uh, Combined, I'm talking. Guys, for the, for, for the record, one of the best things we've ever done is bring in a third party to just look at things Because <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. And I'm just, just looking at a page. Say, say what it is. And especially not know how to pronounce all of the team names. I think that's gold. No, I have no idea who these people are. 
Neil, did they offer, Neil, did they offer you up my better trades that I had at some point in there, or just the ones that were? The Are ones? those ones that didn't go through? Because I'm only looking at the ones that did. Go well, they're through. all they're all official. Just keep keep okay. going. Keep going. Okay. I don't know. I I think uh, Marcus Mariota. I think that's a homer move, but I can understand. You know. Because he's a homer. Did you say home run move or homer move? No, a ho homer, homer. Homer. Yeah, I was confused. Kevin first. Kelly, Irish Puddles, IP, whatever you call him. He's a homer. Oh, you, you pronounced it right. Yeah. That's <laughs> weird. Big drink. Big well, drink. that's easy. It's kind of strange. Almost like you've heard that. Speaking of homer. Trades, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> you guys have a big fat drink of bud hole right there. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good deal but that's basically yeah. it i mean there's some make sense moves you know but overall hip-hop anonymous <laughs> is the loser there's no like it's not even a competition really i didn't i didn't have anything else to say because it was obvious Ugh. that was it neil's deals hopefully next time <laughs> there'll be something better no that was good you sh is that bottle number two? Because you should keep it up. Okay. I like. I may need some for trade talks this week. So clearly, I need the Who help. Who do you have to give? Rawls. Uh, <laughs> who's that guy? I've got. Uh, I've got JJ Watt. Have a first round pick. You might be able to get Greg Olson. You like Greg Olson? Who want you want him? Right. Yes. Um, I'm gonna try and get Greg Olson and Cam Newton as another backup. I've got. Uh, who was that on my roster? Tav Hollander, not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Neil's deals, I like it. I like it. I <laughs> All right, hey guys, put it up. This is a good podcast. This is fun. When's our next one? What's going on? What do we think? What, when do we think we'll get to do our next one? Because the next one, I'll be honest, preseason practice will be started. Like we'll have probably some pretty cool things towards the end of July to talk about. I don't know. What do you guys think? When's the next uh, podcast? middle of, or what are we going middle of july end of july well i was thinking more towards the end of july because then we'll have hype trains going and all kinds of stuff you know what i mean i'll be in alaska probably i can do it that'll right. be uh, an off-site location so well we'll figure it out that'll be fun maybe a little off-site maybe i can get my computer to work by then i'll, I'll take care of it we want to thank neil for joining the podcast good job neil great work we we like having you you're a friend of the podcast now so you you always got that you can put that on your resume and everything thank you very much i am yeah i'm looking for a job because <laughs> right. i'm really good at this i don't know much but i'm good at this i just start doing this on a regular basis yeah well the rest of us aren't that good well well that's our show so, uh, hope you guys enjoy your 4th of July. See ya! Remember, there's a lot of bumpy butts out there, guys. <laughs>